Welcome to Real Estate Agent Superstars. I'm your host, RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending. And I've got a little bit of a different type of episode this week. I've got on some of the leadership of the Mountain Metro Association of Realtors just outside of Denver. And we're gonna talk today about being a part of a, an association, especially a smaller association like Mamar, and some of the things that the association is up to and things specific to the Foothills areas that uh, agents that maybe aren't working in those areas need to be aware of. Um, and also some of the things that they are working on right now that are pertinent to those mountain areas. So enjoy the episode and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks for joining us, guys. I really appreciate you being a part of the show today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Well, so this is a, a little bit different episode because most of the time we have on agents talking about what they're doing in their business to succeed and all the, you know, the stories about their success in the business. We're going to have a little bit different focus this week and talk about uh, part about being a part of a small association of realtors. Specifically, you guys are uh, past, current, and future leadership of the Mountain Metro Association of Realtors outside Denver. And um, that's why I wanted to have all you guys on to talk about that. So um, first of all, we have Valley Crockett with Bergen Peak Realty. She's the current president of the Mamar Board. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Valley. I'm a Utah. I was born in Utah. I moved to Colorado in 2008 and became a realtor in 2015. And I'm the broker owner at Bergen Peak Realty. And I took over that position in 2020. Awesome. And then Carmen Elam. Am I saying your last name right? I've never it's known Elam, but close Elam? enough. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> with Caldwell Banker. She's the, the the former president of Mamar. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Carmen. Yeah. So uh, I live here in, in Evergreen. Uh, my family and I moved here from Texas about 12 years ago. Um, I'm with Co the Caldwell Banker office here in Evergreen, and um, I've been licensed since 2016. And um, yeah, that's kind of my, my story. Okay. Awesome. And then Diane, I'm not going to even try your last name. I've never known how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're with Wildflower Realty, is that right? Correct. Yes, I so actually just moved to Wildflower. Can y'all hear me okay? okay. Um, yes. About two weeks ago from Coldwell Banker. I was with Coldwell Banker since 2018 when I was, when I got my real estate license. Um, and I moved here from Texas back in 2008 as well. And what else let's see we've been here in evergreen ever since love it wouldn't change it at all love this area awesome yeah it's a great area and and just so anyone listening knows how i know all these folks from mamar i was the former affiliate chair with the board so we all got to know each other really well and uh that's why i thought it'd be great to have you guys on so um i'll just let you guys chime in whoever has thoughts on this stuff but um, first of all, tell me a little bit more about um, what what it means to be part of a smaller association like Mamar, because we Mamar is what three hundred and well, four, over a little bit over four hundred with affiliates. It's I think. just it's about three fifty. You know, it certainly fluctuates. You know, this time of year, RJ, because mm -hmm. people are renewing. Um, you know, people retire. You know, people get out of the business. People get into the business. So I would say, you know, it's about 350, 375 right now. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so how does it differ to be part of a smaller association like Mamar versus a large one like DMAR or Smedra? Yeah. So definitely there's, there's some differences. There's certainly, you know, some pros and cons, you know, the, the, the larger boards, you know, they just, they have more staff, they have, they can, um, you know, offer, um, you know, more classes, uh, for example. Um, and we, we all do basically the same thing, just on different relative levels, depending on the size of our of our uh, membership. But I will tell you that being part of a smaller board, it puts us in a bit of a unique um, position to where, you know, it's it's more intimate. So when we do have our open forums, for example, you know, there might be 50 or 60 of us, but it's a it's a real way to be able to have these honest conversations with a much smaller focused group. Um, you know, it's, it's much easier. You know, I know like uh, our CEO, uh, Lindy Lauk, you know, she's able to make those personal phone calls. She doesn't have 8,000 people. She has 350. So it's a little bit more of a personal touch when we have new members. When people need something, they can call her directly, call any of us, uh, Diane, Valley, myself, any of the board members call us directly. So we feel that we do have that intimate kind of a more of a boutique, if you will, um, association. But nonetheless, you know, it's, we're different. but on some levels, we all offer very similar things at, at the association level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one thing that I love about Mamar is how it's a little more intimate and we kind of all, I don't want to say know each other, but we do, but it's easier to work closer together, I think, um, or at least that's my impression because of the fact that it's not so many people like the open forums you talked about. It's great to be able to have that interaction in that smaller group and really have a voice it feels like so why so why is it important for agents to be a part of a, an association right now valid what, what's your take on that yeah i think the first thing to realize is that not all brokers are realtors um and being a member of the local association also provides membership at the state level and the national level and being a realtor is um, we have a more, we're held to a higher standard and we have our code of ethics and it's important to be a realtor and to belong to an association. Um, there are a lot of different benefits, uh, education, community outreach, um, working together with your peers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, tons of benefits. Um, and, and I think, you know, some people, and this was my perception before I got more involved with Mamar, is that it was just a group that offered classes and happy hours, you know, and it wasn't, there wasn't too much beyond that. So, you know, I, I've learned since then that there, there is so much community outreach and uh, government affairs involvement and those kinds of things. So what kinds of things is Mamar working? I know, Diane, you're especially involved in that community outreach piece. What kinds of things are you working on right now? Yes. So our community outreach, um, you know, that's kind of close to my heart as far as taking anything and everything we can to go out into the community and, and help out. Um, we do things such as for Thursday's breakfast, everybody's supposed to bring some hats, gloves, and socks that we donate to our local um 
group this year goes to ECHO. It usually goes to ECHO, the Evergreen Christian Outreach. And then they present these brand new items because they're new with tags to people in need. Um, we also do a food drive every year. Sometimes we do it twice a year. It just depends on what we can handle. Um, and we've done amazing jobs with getting some of the affiliates to help us with these pro projects too. So it's not just us realtors, it's our affiliates as well. Um, for instance, our the moving truck coming out and helping us load mm -hmm. all the food into the truck and being able to deliver it to whoever that food is going to that time. Um, we do habitat, habitat days. This year it was a little hard. They didn't have as many houses available for us to work on um, when it was time for us to work on them. Um, but next year, I hope we'll be right back out there again. You know, we, some years we have two or three habitat days. Um, other years we just have one. Um, we also do a big library fundraiser called Goldilocks, and we just had that one um, in October. And Souls for Souls, it's a shoe drive. I love this shoe drive because it helps out um, not only do shoes that are in really good shape that we get go to um, anyone in America that is in need of shoes, but then they take those shoes that aren't really good enough to hand out to our local communities. They send them off to other countries where women-owned businesses are trying to make a living um, by using those items, whether to sell them, you know, refurbish them and sell them or utilize them in whatever, you know, business they have going, um, which I think is pretty cool. But, you know, just reaching out to our community, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just do it no matter what. So if, if we have something or somebody else has something going on, I jump in and try to help wherever I can um, just because I love our community. And our community is not just evergreen. Um, we reach all the way out to Idaho Springs and Bailey and Pine and um, Conifer and, um, you know, anywhere in the mountain community that's close by us that can come in. Um, so it's not just right here at Evergreen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so what other things are, is the association involved in that are really important right now? I think our, our CMAS classes are super important. Um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you've got education. I know we have to take so many hours every year um, to keep our mm -hmm. license up to date. But we have a, a special type of class that's not, or classes, that's not what you would find at other associations. And it's for the certified mountaineering specialist. Um, these classes uh, you have to take very specific classes to become a CMS a certified mountain area specialist. Um, and if you're not one and you're doing business in the mountains, you're going to run into issues that you didn't even know were issues. Um, you know, like wastewater treatment up here in the mountains, totally different than down in the city um, or even in the city of Evergreen, but it's not really a city, the Evergreen proper has water. You go out a half a mile and they don't have water. So, you know, you have to know how to deal with those items um, as well mm -hmm. as sewer mm -hmm. and septic. Um, and then there's tons of other ones. Radon, there's um, building in the mountains. There's, oh, I don't know. I'm going to look at my list. Wildfire safety. And wildfire safety is huge up here. You know, we need to know and we need to be able to, to tell our clients that are moving to the area 
exactly what they need to be prepared for um, coming into this area. And, and I'm taking all the time. So somebody jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> no, Diane, you're certainly hitting on one of the extremely important things um, with with wildfire safety, um, mitigation, um, hopefully prevention. I know some people say it's not a matter of if, it's when. So to mm-hmm. um, educate our clients on what it means to live up here and to mitigate the property in hopes to keep your residents, you know, safe or at least, um, you know, not be able to catch on fire and do the, you know, the absolute most we can. So that is a, a huge piece of this. And I know that I, you know, I'm part of other mastermind groups and other, um, you know, get togethers with agents and some of which are at some of the other associations. And that's another great thing about, you know, volunteering at the local level, you do get to make those connections uh, at other local associations. So, you know, our, our friends and partners over at DMAR and Smedra, for example, we're all in the same metro district. So it's it's interesting to have these conversations with our friends and partners down the hill because it may not be top of mind, you know, for them. So it's a great opportunity to be able to share that information and, and, and educate. Um, but yeah, so, you know, the wildfire and then there's, you know, can be some interesting survey type things and easements and um, well, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a huge thing. Well and septic are probably the two um, biggest things up here that, that we deal with. And so, yeah, these classes help all of us be able to um, keep up with, with what's going on. And it's not a matter of taking these classes. They're not one and done um, as, you know, we can all attest to on the phone here that when we, you take a well class, you take another one a couple years later, there could be some different regulations and guidelines. So um, mm-hmm. it's absolutely, uh, you know, I know we only require to take one class a year after you get the designation, but I take multiple ones um, just to keep with the, the most current. So it's a wonderful thing that Mamar um, has created and, and, and provides for not just our members, anybody's welcome to do it, non-members. And we are trying to um, expand that um, throughout uh, the mountain areas within the state. So um, more to come on that. That's awesome. So can anyone take CMAS classes and get that designation or do they have to be a member of MAMAR? No, you uh, non-members can certainly take it as, as well. Um, and okay. just so and you know this too, I think, RJ, because you probably have the designation yourself, um, our affiliates um, can also take an affiliate version of the Certified Mountain Area Specialist designation. Um, so, you know, certain, you know, contractors and our affiliates that, that work up in these parts find it um, extremely helpful to have that knowledge um, for their business as well. How can people find the classes? Yeah, they can go on the uh, Mountain Metro Association of Realtors website. And um, if you just Google Mountain Metro Association of Realtors, you can go on the website and then there is a tab for calendar. And, and then you'll have all of the uh, the classes on there. There is under the education tab, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, ladies, don't let me lie here. Um, yeah, there's there the education well. tab, yeah, that um, explains what you have, the requirements um, for the Certified Mountain Area Specialist designation. So it is um, eight, eight classes, and you have to do two 
um, verified mountain transactions. You have two years to do that, and then you do have to take one class every year. But again, I would encourage you know um, anybody that's got that designation probably takes multiple of those classes and repeat classes. Planning and zoning is a perfect example of things that change almost annually. So, um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's where you can. Well, I mean, I think the septic does as well. I mean, yeah. not annually, maybe, but I know when I first got into it, septic was a certain way, and now there's Advantex and there's other rules and, you know, things that you just wouldn't know until you run across it. Um, and, you know, the last thing you want to do is run across it when you don't know. <laughs> right. And I right. think things are changing so much at the county level in all of the counties that we service, um, Jeffco, Gilpin Park down into the more rural areas of like Littleton, you know, down there in Douglas County. Um, So I think it's important that even if you don't live in Evergreen or Conifer or one of the surrounding communities that, um, and you're an agent that you should, and you work up here, you should get your CMAS certification. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, it's better to be prepared in advance than to learn on the job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's the last thing you want to do. No, and especially if you're representing someone in the foothills, there's so many things. I can speak to it as a lender. There's nuances for the lending side of things. And if you really want to serve your client the best way, to have that certification to know what to expect uh, can be really important, even as you're looking at properties before you go under contract. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, a lot, you know, it's just funny and I totally agree with what you're saying, RJ. And it's just about being that resource and that advocate for our clients, because, you know, Diane, I can't speak for you, but I know when my family and I moved here from Texas, um, when the well and septic, for example, came into the mix, I was like, what? I'd never dealt with that before, but, you know, I have well and septic. And so I, I get that not only just not having exposure, but being an out-of-stater coming in and trying to get your mind wrapped around this. So there are a lot of questions and to have that knowledge and really be able to say, you know, it's really not a huge deal. And let me tell you why and share those experiences. And when you can really educate them on, oh, okay, I got you. I I guess I can, I guess it's not so bad. Uh, yeah, it just takes all the the mystery out of it, and you, you can really educate people and make them feel much more at ease with the whole, you know, transaction. Yeah. Well, and I know coming from Texas, the wells in Texas, oh, they were just horrible. I mean, they are. My parents are on a well, and it's mm. the water is just disgusting. And up here, you're getting like crystal clear water that you'd buy bottled in a grocery store, <laughs> like <laughs> Fiji water, because it's going through all the granite. So for me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be on city water. Ew. <laughs> but, you know, I've experienced both sides of it. I've, I've done city water. I've done well in Texas. And I've done well here. And let me tell you, well, here is perfect. <laughs> At least ours is. Yeah, ours is pretty good, too. Is there yeah. environmental, are there environmental concerns up there that that could change over time? Where well water could become well, contaminated? I think. Most people are worried about running out of water up here. Mm. That's true. That's true. And you do want a a really good producing well. You know, you don't want a well that's not producing well when you first buy your house. Um, So those those are some tests that you would have done that if you, 
only know city water, you might not even know to, to recommend that to your clients. And that's why those CMAS classes are so important um, and learning about the well and the, you know, whatever water treatment system that somebody decides they have to have. Um, I know up here, especially when it rains a lot, and I know this was a big issue last year, um, with so much rain, the water is draining faster and it goes through the system faster to get to mm -hmm. your well. And a lot mm -hmm. of people were finding more contaminants in their well at that time. So oh, knowing okay. that that could be an issue when there's a lot of rain, um, you know, as a person that has their own well, that you maybe need to treat that well um, or get it tested every once in a while, you know, when you have different situations. Gotcha. Were you going to say something, Valley, about the, the environmental concerns that might be you know, coming? Wildfire, I think, is probably one of the biggest environmental concerns up here. Mm. And we do have a wildfire committee, and they've done some great work with the county, partnering with Jefferson County and doing slash days and really doing a lot of community outreach to inform the public and our membership so that we can better inform our clients um, what needs to be done around wildfire. Um, they have also partnered with the Rotary club up here and what is that called carmen is it get wildfire ready the evergreen wild uh well you know what now you put me on the spot <laughs> <laughs> uh evergreen rotary wildfire i am so sorry i apologize ahead of time to whoever may be watching this but yeah there yeah. is that partnership that's it though evergreen rotary did i get if that you just right, go to the right? evergreen rotary okay yeah valley and then that's who we've partnered with um where their print sponsor for the pamphlets and the uh, educational material that that gets um, sent out at uh, many different events throughout our communities. Well, and can't people get less expensive homeowners insurance if they have their house mitigated? Is that true? You know, not. RJ, not you no? know, that's that's a great a great question, and I think um, some of that may be in flux right now. Um, it's it's no secret that. You know, insurance has really skyrocketed in, in many parts of, of the state. Um, you know, some of that may have to do with our, um, you know, quickly appreciating home values as well. But also, I think Colorado, I don't know the exact stat, but isn't it like second or third in the most hail of any of the in the United States? So it's not just wildfire. You yes. know, it's hail. It's a many different um things of that nature. But yeah, wildfire certainly is on a lot of our of our minds. So, um, you know, I don't know, RJ, at one time it could have been. Now it seems like it's like, unless you're, if you're all mitigated, that's great. But if your whole neighborhood is not, then they may just, I think they're doing more broad strokes now, but I think there's more to come on that. Um, yeah, but, there was, there was a thing where CWPIPs, your, your, community wildfire preparedness mm -hmm. um, group for a specific area. If everybody in that area was going through and the fire department would come up and go, okay, you are prepared, then you would get an insurance break. But I feel like in the last few years with the insurance companies just, you know, getting hammered in California and other places um, that they've decided to pull back. And I don't even know if anybody is giving that discount now. Yeah, I, I I think you're right, Diane, and and I just know from a an association perspective, 
you know, Mamar has tried to stay ahead of the curve, you know, knowing that it's, it's challenging to even get insurance on certain properties here in Evergreen, Conifer, and as you start to get even to the more rural places like the Pines and the Baileys of, of the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's our job to try to, you know, to stay abreast of that. Um, there are a handful of agencies uh, here that will continue to to write, you know, new policies, um, new business. And so I know like from um, the, uh, also in the wildfire committee that value that you mentioned, I know they put together and we've got our affiliate partners, our insurance um, agencies here in, in town. And then um, we had a uh, insurance forum, um, an open forum, if you will, where we had, um, we had uh, people from the state level um, to all over the place for to speak to insurance and talk about, you know, what's on the docket for that, like talk about the fair plan and talk about how what has happened in other states like California and what's on the horizon for um, Colorado, uh, different legislation that's um, been on the docket. So those are the things mm-hmm. where I find that our association brings a tremendous amount of value, keeping our members in the know on that piece of it. So in turn, they have that knowledge to disseminate out to, to their clients. It's so key. And I can't remember where I heard this, if it was from the wildfire committee or maybe a firefighter uh, in Evergreen volunteer fire department, they're excellent. Um, and some of the other communities have volunteer uh, fire departments, but um, whoever it was said that, you know, they're spread so thin. And if a wildfire hits, it's, roaring through and they are they're very well trained so they're going to be looking at houses and they're going to look at which houses are mitigated versus the ones that aren't and they have to prioritize resources so they're going to focus on the houses that are mitigated on the ones that they know they can save yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean that alone is a great reason to mitigate and it's not that hard you know raking needles cutting off dead branches from your trees making sure you don't have a tree right up against your house um, well, and there's even a, we have a CMAS class that's for hardening your home, you know, mitigating and mm-hmm. hardening. And it ta- in that class, we talk about what's the best way for your place to be hardened. And it's not really, it's really so that we as agents know when we go to a place and it is so not mitigated, we can talk to them about what they'll need to do to make sure they're safe. Um, that's right. I know there's so many properties up here that need to be mitigated still, and it's a lot of work and it's costly. Um, for someone to try to do it on their own. And that's why we work a lot to find out what can we do as a community to help, you know, and there's, there's lots of resources out there to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think we really rely on our affiliates and it's, I think um, I wish we could get more affiliate partners to work with Um because I think our insurance affiliates have been especially helpful with all of this mm-hmm. wildfire and insurance um, confusion and that's been going on. Definitely. Yeah, I've learned yeah. a lot from the affiliates that are part of the association. Um, what, what other things are, is Mamar working on right now, Valley, that are really important? You know, we have our government affairs committee also, and they keep our association apprised of what's going on at the legislative sessions and at the national level and what's specifically happening. 
we just did um, an e-blast about all the different ballot measures in the um, mountain area counties. Um, mm. I think people don't realize how the Realtor um, Association in general really works hard for home ownership um, and fair housing and all of those things. So we have to keep the big picture in mind, but also how we need to break that down and see how it relates specifically at our association level as well. Yeah, and Valley, I've noticed that too, like our, our government affairs um, committee this this year in particular, just really um, took everything to to a new level. And, you know, the geography of, of Mamar covers four counties, not necessarily in their entirety, but, you know, West Jefferson County, um, you know, East, Je East Clear Creek County, uh, a good portion of Park County, um, and then probably all of, of Gilpin County. And so to have people that have their finger on that pulse at each one of those counties and getting those updates, those timely updates and getting that out to our members has been really super valuable. And um, one thing that Mamar did for the first time this year is that Government Affairs Committee uh, gathered up the local, the county commissioners from each of those counties and put on a huge um, open forum, if you will. And it was just, it was open to um, any association. And um, I don't think it was to the public, but it was mainly a resource for Realtors. And it was a, a Q&A. There was some prepared questions, but then there was some, some open Q&A. And it was a, a fantastic event, super valuable. So going to be doing that, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Valley, I think we're going to try to do that February, March of every year. So that was a lot of great feedback on that. So government affairs has really, um, really been terrific. Yeah, I think we're going to wait and do it after the um, legislative sessions end. Um, I think we were talking about doing May again, but I'm not sure. Oh, was it May? Okay, perfect. But we'll we'll keep everybody posted. Yeah. yeah I think another up. great um, committee that we have is our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. And we just had another, um, we just partnered with CAR, the Colorado Association of Realtors, and had a present virtual presentation about on the color of law written by, uh-oh. Richard Rothstein. Richard Rothstein, he and his daughter, um, and they have a follow-up book called Just Action. So we're going to also have a book club um, and everybody that attended the virtual session gets a copy of the Just Action book, which is actionable items that you can do at the local, in your neighborhoods to help facilitate fair housing and equity and inclusion. And what kinds of things is the committee working on uh, around that? You know, we um, are talking about, we do, what month is Fair Housing Month? It's, it's April. April. Every month. Every month is every, Fair Housing Month. Every month is Fair Housing <laughs> Month. That's right. <laughs> right. But it's, yeah, it's recognized, yeah. yeah. Yep. So um, we're going to take each chapter from the Just Action um, book. And I, I think we'll do it like monthly. So every month there'll be a different focus. Um, for instance, one month will be teaching, uh, getting information out to our members and to the committee um, about 
land, like elevation land trust. Land trust is another tool that you can use to obtain affordable housing. Um, we're just trying to expand knowledge um, to help people find affordable housing and different grants that are available and how to do, how to be more, a more inclusive place to live, especially. Um, yeah, all the things. Carmen, do you have anything to add to that? No, I'm just really excited. This is the second year that that uh, DEI committee has been in existence, thanks to Marie Lynch, another former Mamar yeah. um, president. And uh, it's, we're just one of a, a, a few of the um, boards in in the state, I believe, that have that. I think it's it's growing, but uh, just trying to get a, a foothold in that space. So yeah, more more to come on that for sure. Yeah, and last year we partnered with the Center for the Arts Evergreen, and they had a speaker series. Yeah, um, that was really great too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and does the DEI committee focus just on the Mamar footprint area, or is it more like a broader outreach type thing? Just out of you curiosity. know, we're starting small, um, but we did partner with CAR, and that was that um, presentation was open statewide; anybody could join. So we're hoping to do more things like that. There are some grants that are available that we can maybe try to. Um, have another speaker come and do something similar like that next year. Maybe have Natalie Davis um, come and talk about uh, what is the, what is her certification? She does implicit bias training, which implicit is fabulous. bias, and she also yes. does an at home with diversity uh, certification, which I've taken that one too, and it's really really terrific. So, yeah, man. Well, it's. So cool to hear about all the things that Mamar is doing. I mean, I think for a lot of people, like I just said before, I got super involved with Mamar. I wasn't aware about all these things. So it's great for you guys to be on and share uh, all this about what Mamar is doing. And I'm sure that for those of you listening, your local um, association is doing a lot of great things as well. So definitely reach out to them if you're not already a member and see what they're up to and see about becoming a member. But for, to find out more about Mamar, what is that website again, Valley? What? It's mountainmetro.com. Mountainmetro.com. Yes, that's correct. So, okay. So people can go there and get more information and find out about all these great things, CMAS and all the different things you're doing or becoming a member. Yep. And they're welcome to call any, any of us as well. <laughs> yes. that's correct. Yep. Okay. I'll put you guys' info in the show notes if sure. that's cool great. with you. So, all right. Well, I know you guys are all super busy uh, practicing agents as well as giving so much time to the community. So we all appreciate that, how, how giving you are. And definitely thank you for your time for being on the show today. Thanks, RJ. Thank we so really much, appreciate RJ. it. I hope you enjoyed that episode. That was really interesting to hear about all the things that the Mountain Metro Association of Realtors are, is up to and the kinds of things that are affecting the Foothills areas. If you enjoyed this episode, go subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You can see all the former episodes. We've had a ton of superstar agents on the show sharing all of their success stories and, and ideas on how they have come to so much success. And once again, my name is RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending. I so appreciate you taking the time to watch the show today or to listen, and you have a great rest of your day.